This podcast is brought to you by the UNDP Sustainable Development Goals, taking youth on board to achieve the 2030s SDGs agenda. So my name is Rehan Abdul Sattar and I'll be taking you on a journey of what these SDGs are actually and why are they so important to the youth and to us and should we ever care about these? So to have the more information, we have taken on board an expert with us. He has over nine years of experience associated with UNDP and other development uh, programs uh, in Pakistan. If you talk about an expert man, you have him with us. So he is associated with the United Nations Development Programs SDGs unit. He has also worked with the National Rural Supports Program. He has also been into the uh, Mary Stop Society and Khan's Building and Development Service as well. So if you talk about his education credentials, he's an expert there as well. He has earned his uh, uh, development studies uh, uh, post-graduation from the Institute of Development Studies UK. He is also holding another post-graduate degree in anthropology. So please welcome Mr. Muhammad Ahmed Hassan. Thanks How are you, sir? I'm very well. Thanks for uh, inviting me for this uh, like interesting session. And so uh, when we talk about these SDGs, uh, United Nations, we have heard that it's okay, United Nations is, our Prime Minister has also talked about it. And you know, ek, we have the understanding, United Nations Development Pro- Program. But uh, if you talk about the SDGs, what does this mean? I know. Okay, basically, if you talk about SDGs in essence, they are about 17 goals. And these 17 goals talk about issues of planet, people and prosperity. And they kind of also uh, dig deep into issues of inequality, poverty, and climate inaction. So <clears throat> the concept behind the SDGs was to leave no one behind, cover all aspects uh, which affect social, socioeconomic deprivation of the communities around the world. And that, in essence, that's the SDGs. Uh, and if you want to kind of dig deep into history of SDGs, like it's a long history, it has been going on since early 90s uh, when obviously different um, uh, political leaders around the world and development practitioners uh, came together and they wanted to kind of develop some kind of tracking mechanism to kind of really establish that how do we want to counteract poverty issues and inequality. So then uh, Millennium Development Goals came into being and then after that, um, uh, after Millennium Development Goals, there was a Rio conference uh, in 2012 in which different political leaders got together and different different actors also got together and they kind of thought, okay, we need to develop the uh, post-2015 agenda which would focus on all issues uh, which affect the society in the modern times. So, yeah, that's in essence the concept. Okay, yeah. so uh, I've also, you know, done uh, some research about it. And uh, what they said that they have done a survey of around 8 million people and they have, you know, taken the idea or the concept from them what are the problems that they're facing. And uh, around 193 countries have signed mm-hmm. these uh, SDGs, uh, you know, uh, an agreement uh, for the commitment towards a sustainable future, I must say. Mm. And it is something, you know, very different. So before SDGs, uh, what we were happening, what, there was uh, nothing going wrong or it just went wrong after 2015? Okay. What happened there? Okay, interestingly, before SDGs, there were Millennium Development Goals, okay. which were conceived in 2000. And the issues with the um, Millennium Development Goals were multi-prone. 
and like they were segmented in seven to eight goals and those were focused more on access rather than quality outputs. For instance, the uh, Millennium Development Goals focused on issues of enrollment rather than improving quality education or enhancing quality education. They focus more on access to water rather than access to quality water. So, and then there was little ownership at the political level in different countries on the Millennium Development Goals. They were like top-down driven and they weren't really effective at the ground level. So then obviously they were reinvented and revamped and kind of paved way for transition into the Millennium Development, sorry, Sustainable Development Goals. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying that the uh, the Millennium Development Goals were more towards, you know, to get the ball rolling. Yeah. And down Sustainable Development Goals are more complex and more formalized, you yeah. know, to keep it going for longer. Yeah, and they cover each aspect that affects us on a modern day basis, yeah. Okay, so uh, we did a little survey and most of the students uh, knew what sustainability meant. But <coughs> when it come towards the Sustainable Development Goals and uh, the idea around them, they were not really aware. So sustainable planet, the concept that you're talking about a lot is, uh, you know, the planet should continue to do what it is supposed to do. So uh, any particular, you know, priorities that we have uh, for these SDGs and, you know, why should youth be looking in, into them and why should we be curious about them? Okay, if you talk about... Uh Pakistan or even the developing countries have an immense youth pulse. I think they have about 65% of a population which are in that category. So, and if you talk about different goals as well, like you talk about goal number eight is a, a decent work and economic goal uh, growth. Goal number four, quality education. And uh, goal number 16, peace and justice. These are all the goals with the specific targets and indicators that focus on issues and um, uh, factors or constraints that youth face on a daily basis. Youth face issues of employment, they face issues of uh, education, they face issues of uh, peace and security. So uh, obviously uh, uh, these are key elements. If we kind of uh, bridge these elements, we would be able to kind of bring youth into a uh, platform where they could uh, better utilize their potential. So yeah, in that way, uh, I think YouTube should be pretty uh, interested or should know more about these goals because they are specifically focused around their issues. Uh, yeah, they face on daily life. It could be said that it's moreover like a youth are the leaders yeah, of yeah. the future. And yeah, if they yeah. know about these SDGs, they'll be more able to you know, get the decisions in the right direction yeah, yeah. and take on the right path yeah. for a sustainable tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, sustainable development goals, we see them as ideals and they're really good. But uh, taking in consideration the current economic situation and the current scenario that we are going through, we have around 24% poverty rate reported in 2015. So... Uh, how could one, you know, really pitch into these SEGs? And if you talk about an individual level, so uh, as an individual, how can we impact create impact? Or how can we can leverage on it? Okay, it's a very interesting and like a complex question. It can, can, the question itself cannot have like one answer. Like if you talk about the multi-dimensional poverty currently in, in Pakistan or it's in uh, 
in fact in sin the multi-dimensional poverty has gone upwards yes. uh, so it's gone from 43.1 percent 2015 or 14 to uh, 50.9 uh, in 2019 so uh, obviously uh, uh, sustainable development goals are complex and a lot of people say that they are also ambitious uh, especially for the developing countries that are that are faced with basic issues they don't have access to basic amenities uh, right now uh, like people in many many rural areas of Pakistan don't have proper access to water education or even health services basic health services so uh, but uh, sustainable development goals can be taken as a roadmap, okay, uh, where, uh, where countries or uh, regions like Sindh or Punjab can localize some of the indicators in their context. And over here, the role of different stakeholders is important. The role of the government, civil society, community actors, and even the individuals uh, who are working in different areas they can uh, take uh, some uh, uh, inspiration and guidance from these goals. Uh, I'm not too sure if they would achieve these goals by 2030 comprehensively, but at least these goals would allow us to have some kind of a roadmap or direction to kind of go forward. Yeah. Okay, so if, if we are, you know, trying to communicate the SGDs in a very simple and a very layman language, <coughs> how, you know, how can we convince someone and how, you know, we can get them going on this? Okay, <coughs> yeah, uh, okay, SGDs, the tagline of SGDs, as I mentioned before, is that, like, planet, people, and prosperity. Okay, our planet over the uh, period of 10, uh, 15 years or even more has been eroded by uh, effect of industrialization, pollution, and commercialism, which has obviously created inequalities, which has also created issues of insecurity across the different countries or even the world itself. So uh, obviously uh, we need to kind of understand that uh, uh, what was the question like? Uh, I just forgot that. <laughs> so if you can explain the SDGs yeah. in a very simple yeah. manner to anyone. Yeah, yeah. For example, if I am a layman and mm -hmm. I do not know what are SDGs, but mm -hmm. I know that they are going to affect them. But uh, what are SDGs? Matlab, ek simple take in a mm -hmm. line or two. What? How does UNDP's SDGs program portray the SDGs in a very simple language? Okay, we need to improve our planet. Okay. We need to bring everybody together, okay. uh, cater to issues everybody face, whether those are youth, disabled, marginalized, or e living in slums, or every people, we need, uh, we need to bring them together and bridge the inequality gaps. That's the okay. essence of it. So this sort of syncs with our uh, podcast title that is Together for a Sustainable Future, yeah. and uh, that yeah. seems uh, to fit here quite rightly. So... Uh, if we talk about the performance of Pakistan, in particular Sindh, when it comes to SDGs, how has it been? Because in 2015, they were you know, officially signed off. And since 2015, and we are closing 2019, mm -hmm. in these four years, uh, what have we <coughs> achieved? Okay, basically in 2015, when Pakistan signed up in 2016, different provinces started making their SDGs units. Uh, uh, in partnership with the uh, pro provincial uh, and the planning development board uh, in different provinces. And then in 2017, SGD's unit was established within uh, planning and development board. 
uh, which uh, provides the planning and guidance at at the provincial level instead. So since that period, we have uh, we have been sensitizing different stakeholders, including government line departments, civil societies, and academia on SGDs. So as far as the achievement go, uh, I think since last four or five years, we to an extent we have enabled government stakeholders or government line departments uh, to understand the SGDs targets and indicators and. In some uh, sectors as well, uh, government has started taking initiatives. For instance, I'll give you a couple of examples. In uh, education, in education sector plan, uh, the government right now in the current education sector plan for 2019 and 24, they are starting to uh, integrate SGDs targets and indicators in their plan. And in water also, they are also integrating issues of quality water, improved sanitation or safely managed sanitation in their plans as well. So these are some of the achievements we can talk about. Then obviously civil society are also working on uh, different projects uh, and they are also aligning their goals and, uh, and plans with the SGDs as well. So these are some of the achievements right now, but there are gaps as well, uh, like data gaps and uh, other areas of financial uh, constraints or financial allocations which you need to like talk about more in the future okay so uh, how does it feel for you to be a part of something this big and this is like saving the world ultimately and being associated with you know such a huge agenda and a such a big ask so how does it feel <coughs> i think it feels uh, feels fantastic it feels uh, quite good to be part of this uh, huge agenda and obviously it's uh, uh, very inspiring in a way that we are like taking up uh, goals or we're taking up an agenda which hasn't been like implemented or like talked about before so it's yeah it feels uh, great to be part of such a good initiative but there's long way to go to kind of achieve this uh, like uh, agenda in context of uh, like the developing countries. So uh, there is an SDG goal that is uh, zero hunger. So I was just wondering ke, uh, how, you know, as an individual, uh, how as a member of the youth, uh, I can contribute to that particular SDGs because uh, what uh, they say that katra katra darya banta hai and you, ha you need to take your self initiatives. And in our survey, it is also found that the youth was interesting, uh, interestingly interested to take uh, self-initiatives rather than criticizing governments. So if you talk about this particular SDG, the zero hunger one, uh, what can one do? Uh, there are several things you, uh, the youth can do over it. Like for instance, talking about uh, their academic uh, domain, they can like st start writing papers on it or st start writing blogs on specific indicators that no hunger talk about like within no hunger you can you have issues of stunting wasting food insecurity agriculture insecurity so uh, they can uh, obviously pick a topic and uh, start writing about it and then they obviously can engage with different uh, civil society or stakeholders as well on this uh, like as interns and as volunteers as well for instance in our unit as well since last two or three years we have engaged different volunteers from different universities and c even currently right now we have like two uh, uh, interns from uh, CBM working with us. So 
but apart from that they can uh, uh, kind of come up with small scale pilot projects uh, in terms of like they can conduct their own citizen based scorecard surveys as well around that and they can obviously uh, uh, work with different organizations there that are working on food insecurity and then they can also sensitize them on SUDs uh, like this uh, goal as well and they can act as change agent on uh, like issues of food insecurity and stunting, wasting as well. Yeah. You, you talk about volunteering and you talk about collaboration. Yeah. So other NGOs or other, you know, gra- grassroots level small organizations, can they partner up with the UNDP's SDGs program? Yeah, they can partner up. They can like uh, p- partner in, t- in terms of like reporting uh, what they are doing right now. And we obviously have been uh, like collaborating with these organizations since last two or three years. And they have been like reporting what they are doing around different goals. And mm-hmm. Then they can uh, we c- can also link them up with the government per stakeholders as well to kind of uh, come up with any new initiatives or can uh, they can be part of existing initiatives. For instance, right now in Sin, uh, the there's a pr- program called uh, Accelerated Action P- Plan, which is focused on issues of stunting and wasting. And different organizations and uh, civil society organizations are also collaborating on this on some level. So. Uh, there are some uh, initiatives which have been conducted uh, or taken up and you can be part of it uh, in some way or the other. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the SDGs are, you know, quite important for the youth and for the planet as well. So if we, if, if we try to, you know, uh, get someone on board with us, we approach and we want them to, you know, get convinced to, to work with us, UNDP has you know certain protocols to get other societies uh, connected with them uh, like can you repeat your question like and then get it if you collaboration or you choose UNDP approach and you know how one can collaborate because we have some societies in our uh, university as well that are working on environmental factors hmm. and <coughs> surprisingly they have SDGs in their you know the core values as well so if they approach you, how they can do this? Okay, we have a proper uh, uh, kind of platform which is the SGD's unit in SIN. So we have a web page as well and we have a, like a, a Facebook page and uh, our contact details are given on, on the uh, are given on the net. So you can contact uh, like uh, us anytime and we have different esper- experts working on different areas. So in we have an environment policy analyst, we have a social policy analyst, and then we have an economic policy analyst. So, uh, obviously, they, they we are happy to collaborate. Uh, we, we are also, you know, we, we also have to run something to change the mindset, mindset of the people. Yeah. And uh, because uh, what I've, you know, studied, and this is UNDP is trying to bring the change from bottom down. And uh, what we have to, you know, get uh, engaged with is to change, uh, to bring the change from bottom up so is approach ko hum UNDP ke saath, matlab, hum kaise, uh, we can gel in those two approaches from top down and bottom up Usko hum kaise we can connect uh, top down to bottom up uh, can you like more elaborately maybe? like uh, mm-hmm. UNDP is trying to get the policies into mm-hmm. the government system and that those policies would be implemented down on the provincial level mm-hmm. and down on the grassroots level so why not bring the change from bottom up get the people aware <coughs> and you know 
try to change their mindset and you know if you talk about a simple uh, SDG that is protecting the life above land so if we you know try to educate people get okay if you are throwing one plastic bag and 40,000 people across Pakistan are throwing a plastic bag simultaneously we are collectively throwing 40,000 bags on the street plastic bags on the street so is approach ko wouldn't that be faster ki hum ground up change le kar rather than top bottom i think it should be both uh, because even if you look at that um, uh, approach uh, which is like the maps approach uh, the main theme in accelerating policy support towards cities uh, they talk about bringing different stakeholders together at the same time we are working with the government on the policy and on a uh, top down level but we are also working with um, all different actors as well in those actors you can uh, also talk about academia or youth or students who are working on different pilot scale initiatives around uh, issues of environment as you talked about and we in the in the past as well we have also engaged with uh, universities like NED in terms of like uh, the, we were invited by them and we like, like gave a talk about SGDs and they kind of presented their projects they had done on uh, different SGDs goals so these kind of things can be done on a more consistent basis as well and like as i mentioned before if uh, uh <coughs> the your university is doing any kind of such initiatives which are linked to sgds we would be happy to kind of discuss and we can have like some kind of sessions or forums where these ideas could be presented and we can post them up on our platforms and yeah these can be wonderful mm. so uh so it's all about being together <coughs> it's yeah. all about being connected and it's all about working towards a sustainable future yeah thank you mr ahmed no uh, for uh, being here and you know enlightening us uh, with your ideas and your concepts thank you very much and this Pleasure. is all for today's podcast rehan abdul satar signing off